0: Hey, pretty friends, so happy you are here. Welcome to episode 15. Last week, we spoke about clarity in your goal with some simple strategies to find some calming space so you can actually focus on the goal and really hone in on it and getting clear. We wanna be extremely specific, ensuring there's a measurable outcome. Measurable, measurable outcomes can be something in the form of like making sure it has a time, making sure it's very specific, knowing the what, knowing the why, And then we're going to get to the how. And in this episode, we're going to really focus on creating a list of mini goals is what what I like to call them. And they're the ones that you need to do in order to be able to reach the bigger goal. And then we're going to prioritize. So if you step back and look how you've spent your last two weeks, can you say for sure that your energy was spent on really important items at home or at work? Doesn't matter. Think about it. I mean, honestly, if we're, if we're doing a gut check and we're going to get like super gritty about it, think about things that weren't important that you did. Did you scroll on TikTok for things you didn't need to? Um, and maybe you found something amazing, but was that really what you were supposed to be doing? Is it important? Is it going to help you get to your goal? I mean, who hasn't sat there and wanted to play some sort of game or you know, just scroll through Instagram or something. We've all been guilty of it at one point or another, and those are not important things. So we're losing productive time, and we're saying, oh, we never have enough time. Well, because we're not really enhancing our productivity time. So prioritizing goals enhances that productivity and minimizes the stress for everyone you work with, literally, whether business or personal. Besides better managing your time and stress, it is another really important factor in prioritizing the goals. The stress is is insane at how much it can cause when you're not organized and thought through, and you're unfocused. It brings on the overwhelm, the anxiety, and here's the stress, right? If you're all over the place, you don't have a clear target in mind, and you'll be more easily stressed out about whether or not what you're doing is worth the effort. And on the other hand, if you've got your goals prioritized, you'll know exactly what you should be working towards and when and how, and you'll have a clear target. And that's a lot less stressful than performing potentially aimless work for nothing, right? Like who has time for that? None of us. So before we move on to the juicy good stuff, we have a review to read. And this one comes from Katie Wittenheimer. And hopefully I said that correctly. What a great podcast to have in my back pocket as an online entrepreneur. Love this show. Thank you, Katie. I am so happy to hear that it resonates with you. And if you have a topic that you would love to hear about, connect with me. All the social links are below in the show notes and my email. I answer every message and email personally. So reach out. Let me know your questions. And also, if you haven't had a chance to leave a review and have found this podcast to help you in some way, let others know by leaving a review. If you're an Apple listener, just scroll to the bottom of the episode, click on write a review, and I will feature you on the next episode. This is the best way to get the message out to others who need to hear it. We really want to spread that that word, and I would really appreciate it. So, who's ready to get this party started? Cuz I'm ready. And if you're ready, buckle up, sit back, and let's get gritty. Friends, welcome to The Gritty Coach. If you're feeling overwhelmed, unfocused, or even stuck in your business, don't worry. I completely know where you're coming from, and I've been there before. But now you want to get some clarity, a plan, and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you are in the right place. My name's Erica, and I'm The Gritty Coach. Just a little about me. I'm a veteran, a wife, a boy mom, a twin mom, and a fur mom. And after 20 years in the Navy and my unique life experiences, I am here to help you smooth and polish your business practices through what I like to call gritty love. So if you think you're tough enough, sit back, buckle up, and let's get gritty. Hey, gritty friends, welcome back. Um so I hope everybody had a wonderful Easter or spring break. Um I know everybody kind of goes to spring break a little bit differently and I wanted to share some things that went on with our spring break. We got to go visit some family. We were in Colorado and had an amazing time and I will tell you that we had some unique experiences. Um one of those being this hike that we decided to do on actual Easter. And it relates to everything we've sort of been talking about with the fact that we want to achieve goals. My husband has been watching The Liver King. If you haven't seen him, go to YouTube. You can figure out who he is. It's really ancestral getting back to your roots and being very primal and as close to Neanderthal as you can get. So he decides to take his brother because we were at my in-laws and he decides to take his brother out to go get steaks. That's what they were supposed to get. So that we would have steak on Easter so they go to this meat market around the corner and it Brooke really likes bison it's very uh much leaner cut of meat and so he he's always really liked bison it's very hard to get here in California without being extremely expensive so when we're in Colorado he always can get access to it pretty easily so he comes home with not only the steaks him and his brother have concocted this awesome plan And they not only came home with steaks, but they also came home with bison liver. Wow. All of us are pretty much grossed out because he's got this raw bison liver and they've decided they're going to eat it like the liver king, which is basically because there's so much, so many nutrients that you can get from an uncooked organ that it's supposed to be very beneficial for you. And so he's decided he's going to go all primal and they're going to eat this. And then all of a sudden out comes, you know, they're still sitting there talking smack. And all of a sudden this discussion of, well, we should climb this mountain that's behind my brother and sister-in-law's house. We should climb that. And then we should eat it there so that like we're on top of the world. And all I can think is I have to film this. <laughs> that's all I can think about is I, I need, this has to be recorded. Somebody's going to throw up. Easter morning we think that, well, I assumed that that probably was not actually going to happen. It's a bunch of smack talk or whatever. Oh no, this decided to occur. And so before anybody could go, you know, egg hunting or whatever, we're now out and going up this hill. Now, Brooke and I live in California, so we are at sea level. I'm pretty sure maybe 50 feet above sea level, if anything, and now we're sitting at 6,000 foot elevation, and we've decided to go hiking, which means this is going to take me forever. Now, Brooke is in extremely great shape, much better than me, um, and he's he's a CrossFit level two trainer. I am not, and so we, I'm like, I can do this. I can do this, right? These are goals. These are goals, and that's the whole purpose of this story is that I really just wanted to tell you like how it relates in in terms of doing this one percent of just you know every single day you just got to keep doing a little bit more to get to that goal and so I'm looking at this mountain I keep taking pictures of it if you haven't seen it it's on social like if you go over to Facebook I think there's some of it on Instagram as well you can catch the the pictures and stuff like that that we took when we were up on top of this hill because we can see all of pretty much all of Denver all the way through downtown I think I could see to the airport I might've been able to see to Kansas. I'm thinking I could. We start hiking up this mountain and I, you know, I'm like, maybe we've hiked not even halfway and I'm like, oh man, oxygen's already low. I'm already feeling and huffing and puffing. And at this point, like my legs aren't even bothering me at that point yet. It's just the fact that I can't get enough oxygen in my lungs. And so we keep going and I'm thinking, okay, I got this, I got this. Uh, and then I'm, now I'm taking more frequent stops and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, we're going to be here forever. So at some point I'm, I'm like, I can't, I I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep doing this. So I'm psyching myself out to not do it by telling myself negative thoughts. And so I can see, um, his brother, you know, my brother-in-law like way further up. And of course, you know, he may not necessarily be exercising every single day, but he's definitely more used to that air than I am or Brooke for that matter. And I think Brooke really wanted me to go so that that way he'd have a reason to say that the air wasn't bothering him. It was my fault. So we take these frequent stops and then we start to see these rocks along the way. And one of them's like, the sun will come out tomorrow. And there's another one, I, and like, I can't even remember it off the top of my head, but there's these just inspirational words that are written on these rocks. It seems really bad that I can't remember what it says, but I literally can't remember. I don't think I can remember what I ate yesterday. We keep going. And I'm thinking, I, you know, I can't see the top anymore because there's these little plateaus and then you kind of plateau and then you go up a little bit more, a little more zigzag up the mountain and then it plateaus. Ultimately, I think we went up about 700 foot elevation from 6,100 up to 67 or something like that. Um, I'm at like the maybe three fourths of the way up, but I think that it's like, I'm only halfway and I'm starting to talk myself out of this. I'm just like, leave me. You guys just keep going. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna make this. Just leave me here <laughs> to die. <laughs> I'm just gonna catch my breath. You guys can go ahead. He's like, Well, maybe we just take a picture. you just take a picture of us and then we'll go up there and we'll go video record. I'm like, No, no, no. No, no. Somebody needs to get this. You two will throw the liver out and nobody will eat it. Like, we're gonna get this and so I just keep taking these little steps keep going take a break keep going take a break and eventually we get to the top like I think it took us a full <laughs> I think it almost took us an hour to get up to the top because of how thin the air was for me and so we get to the top um, They decide to, like, they're trying to, you know, figure out how they're going to do this. And so we take this video and uh, they both take their meat. And, like, Brooke's got like four pieces of liver in his hand and his brother's got like one. <laughs> he's like, I'm not ready for all of this. And so uh, he's like, I don't even know how to do this. And I'm like, say cheers. And so he cheers and they eat it. And Brooke will tell you to this day that he was just coughing, but I swear he looked like he was going to launch all of it out of there and like give back to the earth in a different way and so I think he had like four or five more pieces and they did discover that maple syrup does not does not cover up the taste of liver by the way just in case you were wondering but both of them feel great and they did just fine and they survived but it was this point of like having a goal and reaching it and then you know watching Brooke You know, eat it and be so thrilled with himself that he completed this challenge and that he finally did it. And his brother did it with him, and so it was like this, you know, family thing. And then here I am recording it, and I'm like, oh yeah, I made it up to the top, and I'm like sweaty, dying, and it's Easter morning, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna get back down since I'm not not in hiking boots. And um, it wound up being just a really, really cool thing to witness and also video record and coming down the hill, we wind up seeing some deer going up the ravine. And so it was really kind of cool. Actually, it was really, really cool. But the point was, is that he was so proud of reaching that goal. It just fueled him and his brother. And I think they were talking about the next one was going to be like a heart. <laughs> and I was like, ah, no, there's no, no heart. <laughs> Please let's just, we did the organ. We did it. Um, and this guy, I guess Liver King's like motto, one of the things he says, I wouldn't say is his motto. But one of the things he says is, there's no need for vegetables when you have testicles. <laughs> and I don't, like, I don't think that's right. <laughs> Maybe for him. <laughs> and he's so cut, like he's ripped, like Olympic, um, probably weightlifter. I don't know enough about him. So I'm not going to try to make any assumptions here other than the fact that he's just he's cut he's very muscular he works out a lot but he's very down to obviously down to earth and maybe a little more down to earth than than i necessarily want to be because i don't want to eat liver heart or testicles but it was interesting to watch this whole thing unfold and i never thought he would actually do it like i don't he hadn't even talked to he only mentioned liver king but he's never actually talked about going to get a liver but of course since he knew he could get bison up there he wanted to go get bison steak, and then all of a sudden, here's, now we have a bison liver in our house, or in their house, not even our house. So, needless to say, nobody finished the liver. It it did not get finished, um, but there are some probably very happy mountain lions and coyotes that had a great snack on Easter, so I will tell you that much, but it was just a really fun holiday, and so... So, there's so many things that happened on that trip. Um, I'll have to see how I can work them into this actual podcast, but uh, I can't think of how to tie those in just yet. So we'll just go with the fact of reaching goals and eating liver and right and being on top of a mountain. So that's where we're going to go. So now we can actually get started into what we're here for, and that is to talk about prioritizing. <laughs> So I'm sorry I digressed and really got off track, but I thought you guys might enjoy a little bit of a this is how strange our family is kind of story. So now we can actually start diving into what we're here for. Goal prioritization is a process of identifying, this is my definition part, right? Like I love doing definitions, is the process of identifying your objectives and organizing them based on their urgency, their value, and their importance. So this process gives us structure, and a plan to start working towards that goal, which is really what we wanted to do. One of the best reasons boils down to something we know as the 80-20 rule. Basically the rule states that 80% of your success and results will be produced by 20% of your effort, which means this would be silly to focus on your time equally among all of your tasks if only 20% of those tasks will actually produce the majority of your success. You should focus your time on the most productive tasks. So ultimately, you can minimize the stress, boost your productivity and save time for the most important thing. So if we take any goal, and let's say we decided, I always like to use this goal, it seems to be a good reference, you want to be retired at 50 and travel the world, because we've always wanted to experience all the different cultures around the world. Now that's a pretty specific goal. And it does say 50, right? So that has some sort of specific time. It's got Deadline of 50. So, however old you are now, if you're over 50, I'm sorry, we can push that out another 10 years from your age, but whatever it is, I'm just going to take 50. <laughs> and it is specific, but can we really do anything with it just as it is? No. It is a clear one. So, now, why can't we do anything? There's no creation of the actual plan yet. There is no getting into action. It's just sort of a dream. I want to be retired at 50, and I want to travel the world. Great. So unless we actually take this and put this into action and get some of these mini goals going, and we prioritize them, we're—it's just going to stay a, a dream, and that's not where anybody wants to be. So I've spoken about this in the military before. Um, we had inspections every two to five years, and depending on the inspection and the command, so some years, some places, it was two years; some, it was a little bit further out. The lofty goal was the inspection but looking at it just made it huge. They were such a big deal. It was like the make or break point. So you knew you had a timeline, it was specific, it was an inspection, they were coming to check out your programs. And what I loved about it is they had an inspection checklist. The checklist still had a certain amount of tasks that had to be done. And that was so helpful because I know where to sort of look at and where my energy is going to need to be focused. But when I looked at the checklist, there are certain things that I could have done or I did do that would have alleviated all the, some of the other tasks that actually would have solved multiple problems within one task. So again, that 20% of doing one activity is going to produce 80% of my results. For example, I worked in the medical department. We had to do physicals. One of the things on the inspection checklist is making sure that every reservist had an annual physical completed. And within that, there was also checklist items for do you have a list of everybody that has allergies? Do you know what blood type everybody is? Do you know when their last set of vaccines? Where are they up to date? When have they had their last um, blood draws? And so doing the physical though, alleviates me needing to do all that other stuff separately, because that physical is going to encompass all those things. So one task out of multiple tasks, is 20% of all the tasks I needed to do, but yet winds up being 80% of the results. So it's a very clear picture that I really need to harness my energy on the physicals. And then once I realized I need to harness on the physicals, then we're gonna move into that step, which is going to be um, your plan, right? Which is gonna be ultimately next week focusing on what needs to be prioritized and you take a look at all of them. And really what I love to do is just brain dump. Brain dump everything you think it's going to take in order to reach that goal. If we're talking about getting to retirement at the age of 50, then let's talk about all the things that you're going to have to do. Well, let's see. And we want to travel. So, do you know how much money you need to live off of? Do you know how much you're going to have to pay in taxes? Do you know how are you going to move? Do you know um, the places you want to travel? How much is it going to cost to get there? If you're talking about in the United States, not as bad as wanting to travel all over Europe. So you're going to have to know all of these things. And these are eventually, I'm not saying now, but these are all part of that plan. And as you start to pick these things apart, they stop looking looking like they are daunting. Sorry, let me just run out of breath there. Um, (laughs) They don't look as daunting as they were. And that's truly what we're all about. It, it, Our brain likes to play tricks on us. And when something seems so far away, what we're gonna do is push it further and further further out of our mind. And then we're just gonna say, well, it was, I just couldn't do it. Well, no, you just didn't have a plan for it. And if we get that plan going, then you have no reason not to take those baby steps forward. And I was reading um, a little bit of Atomic Habits this week. And I really love what they said about one percent, moving one percent eventually in a year moves you up 30 percent. And if you think about that, it seems so tiny. But when you add it all up at the end of the year, increasing by 30 percent is pretty good. I mean, you, you know, if you think of revenue or sales, increasing your revenue or sales, increasing your team by 30 percent, um, getting 30 percent closer to a goal, that's insane. What if you lowered your debt by 30 percent? Okay, that's another good goal. I mean, we can take that anywhere you want. And I really liked the the way he put that. It was just 1%, these small tweaks that you wouldn't even think of as in the big scheme of things. But when you make them and each one of them gets made, it winds up making this huge difference in the end. And when you try to pinpoint it at the end of the year, you're like, well, I did these little small things. Well, no, all those little small things are the ones that added up, right? We hear it all the time. So circling back around to what we were talking about, which was brain dumping everything and then prioritizing it. So as you start to collect the data in order to figure out what you're going to need to do, that becomes part of the actual further plan. What you need to do though, is maybe your first mini goal is to research how much it's going to cost to live with an increase every year, right? For inflation, Are you going to travel in the United States? Do you want to sell your house? And that whole step, right? That's a whole goal in itself and just being able to sell your house. So these mini goals are technically not the simplest step. They are just a piece of the bigger puzzle, right? If you're looking like a, a diagram, a fishbone diagram, it's going to have all these branches out and these are all the things you need to do to get to the higher piece of it, right? That's the part that I want you to brain dump. And then once you do that, that's what you're going to organize and prioritize. And you're going to figure out where you need to start first. And then you can start to label all of them. Now it may change and that's totally okay. There are things that will pop up that you may not have known that you needed to do. You may not know, and that's okay. It's going to come through as you start to learn. Again, this is all growth mindset. When anytime you're doing something new and you're trying to figure things out, a lot of time we have a steep learning curve. That's okay. That's part of the grit and the resilience of getting knocked down, get back up and figure out a new path forward. Okay, it's all just a challenge. So we want to take it and brain dump everything that we think it's going to take in order to reach that goal. And then we're going to prioritize those. From there, we'll actually move into more uh, what we're gonna do next into next week, right? So that's gonna be the more planning and, and really getting down into the nitty gritty what you want to focus on this week this is your homework is i want you to take that specific goal you created and i don't care how how far out it is so if your goal is to be achieved by the end of the year fine if it's by the end of the month fine if it's in 20 years fine all we're going to do is figure out all the mini goals it's going to take to get there and start somewhere right and you may not have all the mini goals because things are going to pop up that you didn't know you had to do Maybe you decided in the middle of all of this that you wanted to sell your house and go travel in an RV like we were just saying. So maybe that's a new, now that's a new goal. Now you have a goal of selling the house and buying an RV. Nothing that was planned previously, but suddenly came up and that's fine. That's fine. Plans are always meant to be flexible and adjust to what you need it to do. And that's okay. That's how life is. I mean, life happens, right? Shit happens. So we want to make sure that we can adjust for that to your homework this week is to brain dump all of that. And if you need to do any research on things that you maybe you don't know, like how to retire by the age of 50, you can always research that Google it. I mean, you can Google just about everything in the world right now, right? You can YouTube it, you could probably TikTok it if you wanted to. I'm sure there's plenty of information out there that will tell you steps and things that you need to look at if you wanted to retire at 50, whatever it is. But get it down, prioritize it, right? And then ultimately we're going to start to narrow things down and we're going to get to this list and then we're going to take that further next week. So, hint that another piece of getting into action is being committed. That is really what we're doing. We are committed to achieving this goal. You are taking a commitment the minute you pick up that pen and you decide you're going to actually make those mini goals You've officially walked over the line into commitment and you, that is a huge step. It's not a dream anymore. You are definitely making it a reality. So keep going. keep going. you got this and if you want to, let's I would love for you to share with me where your prior like what your goal was and then where your priorities, where you have it all lined up and if there's anything that you need help with, just hop into the, either the Facebook group um, or you can reach out to me. As I've said before, like uh, through social media or even through email, I answer all of that. It is just us. And we will work through any of that strategy if you need some additional help. I just wanna see you succeed moving forward. It's no longer a dream. It's the reality that you're going to make for yourself. And we just need to take it the next step. And then we're going to keep going. We have two more weeks of this. And we are going to keep going. So this week on Thursday, we will have training on um, some live coaching. And I'm going to take my friend who was on with me this last week for goals and we worked in the hot seat coaching and I hot seated her into telling me that she was going to actually stick with me for the next three weeks so we could actually work her goal all the way through. So come hang out in the Facebook community and check it out because you can get a lot more in depth of the coaching and exactly how it goes and how I walk those steps out with my friend Lucretia. So that's this Thursday at 6 p.m central time and this will be a live hosting. So it's definitely a hot seat for her. And she has no idea what we're what I'm going to talk to her about. We haven't discussed it. It literally is just us putting it out there into the ether and like discussing it live. So you can actually see how this all works in person. Kind of quote unquote air quote. Because um, you can see me doing the finger air quote thing. Um, <laughs> so, And um, I hope you guys all have a great week this week. If you don't ever want to miss an episode, be sure to follow. You can also sign up for insider alerts to upcoming episodes, workshops, and bonus features. The sign up link is also in the show notes. And if this episode was right for you, take a picture of the episode and share it on your social media stories and tag me. I would love to tag and feature you in my stories. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, keep staying gritty. Before you go, I would love to read your takeaways from this episode. I would be so blessed and grateful if you had a few moments to share your thoughts and a review. So just hop on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll below the episodes, and click on the purple "Write a Review." If this episode inspired you today to make a change, share it on your Instagram or your Facebook stories and tag me at the Gritty Coach. I would love to tag you back in my stories. Just remember to never give up. You never fail. You just learned a way how not to do something. So try again, I believe in you. And until we meet again, keep up the grid.